Hey, DJs, let's talk about Odds Jam. Developed by Stanford Engineers, Odds Jam is an innovative solution designed to identify odds that make you the winner every single time. They have the fastest real time data to spot discrepancies between different sports books and help users place risk free bets. I said it risk free bets. Profits average 3% every day, which adds up to big earnings. There's no catch. Just the smartest betting software on the market. Beat the book every time with Odds Jam. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Thursday. Max, what's happening? There's a football, um, finally a matchup where we can say... Uh, it's been some good ones the last few weeks and and now this one uh, which means it'll probably be the greatest Thursday night football game of all time I smell overtime (laughs) overtime on Thursday night football everybody has to go into work late tomorrow Uh, real quick before we get started on fantasy though happy veterans day to all of our vets out there thank you for your service Uh, we couldn't live in this great country without you so thank you so very much for your service absolutely thank you it's a panther panther saying that to what two of his kids right two of your kids two of my kids right. two of my kids and my father there you go you really retain everything people say i it's it, for me when people talk about the personal lives it's in one ear out the other man <laughs> i think anything we say is in one ear and out the other with you are <laughs> i could be that could be <laughs> okay so yeah we got a lot to get to today i guess we're going to start with fantasy max once you take the wheel all right hey uh, just looking at week nine uh, not, not 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 a good week for me my dfs uh, got wrecked i had joe burrow he shit the bed at quarterback ooh, and ooh. then uh i lost chase edmund uh very early on to injury so uh he was one of my flex options and and he was out very early so uh ppr league suffered uh very similar because i had chase edmund in, in my lineup th- there as well and uh of course matt stafford had a bad performance so not a good week in fantasy for me last week hope to rebound this week let's look at my starts at quarterback i was talking to you guys in the pre-show about this i'm gonna spend a little money on one tom brady of the tampa bay bucks uh, eighty three hundred dollars at FanDuel, facing a washington defense that ranks last in opponents passing yards per game second to last in opponents pass touchdowns per game i know brady's receivers are a bit banged up but he'll find a way to score some fucking points this week i like tom brady as my starting quarterback at wide receiver i'm gonna go uh with keenan allen of the chargers 7200 at FanDuel. uh he's had two great consecutive games facing a minnesota secondary that we know can be thrown on and my other wide receiver is going to be stefan diggs of buffalo 7900 at FanDuel. He's kind of had a so-so season, and I think part of that is uh, the Josh Allen regression, right, Arch? Uh, but <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's, he's got a chance for a big game against a uh, really putrid Jets secondary this week. At running back, I'm going to go uh, Zeke Physique, 8,000 at FanDuel. Ooh. I'm spending some money here. Ooh. Atlanta ranks 24th in opponents' rushing yards per game, uh, drops to 29th over the past three games. Dallas, they're going to want to bounce back, get a win this week. And if Dak is not 100%, which Everyone says that he's still not 100% yet. Expect Zeke to get the ball a lot this week. On defense, it's funny. Is I had another defense locked in here. And so I ran everything and I realized I had an extra $500. So I upgraded my defense. I'll still cover the other defense during value plays. But I upgraded 4900 to the Pittsburgh Steelers taking on a terrible Lions team. 29th in points per game this year at 16.8 points per game. And that is down to 12 points per game in the past three games. I like the Steelers this week as my defense. Those are my must-starts of the week. All right. 
Yeah, much like uh, Max, I spent some money this week too. First off, I had to go to tight end. I start my team always at tight end. No Waller, no Kelsey because they're playing Sunday night football. So I'm going with Schultz with the Cowboys. I think they do rebound this week. And Dak, I'm expecting to play. He better play. He's on my PPR fantasy league. Uh, But going against Atlanta, I, I think the Cowboys are looking to put up some points this week. And Schultz will be a part of that. Uh, then I went over to running back and now apologies to Derrick Henry, the best running back in football, Jonathan Taylor going against, you know, a Jacksonville team that we haven't thought very much of that defense all season long. They put up, you know, they really played well against Buffalo or Buffalo played like shit. I don't know, but I think Taylor gets it done against the Jags at home this week, uh, at wide receiver. Much like Max spent some money here. Devontae Adams and A.J. Brown, I put some money out there. I think Adams, even though it looks like Rodgers may not play again this week, he had 14 targets last week. He was like the only guy that Jordan Love looked at. So just from a pure volume standpoint, I'm picking up on Adams. And look, complete agreement with Max. Uh, Pittsburgh against Detroit even coming off that bye where they didn't lose, Detroit's still going to suck, and I think Pittsburgh uh, can keep that Lions offense in check. So those are my must-starts, and I'll get to my value plays here when we talk about our value. All right. You know, I was looking at quarterbacks, and it looks to me like you want to really look at this Dallas-Atlanta uh, matchup. I think Matt Ryan might have a day himself. I'm just thinking about starting him. I love it. Listen, uh if we jump ahead to value plays that he's my value quarterback of the week. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I really like Matt Ryan. I think he can put up some numbers. He's coming off of a really good game last week too. And just showed that he's not, you know, an empty tank out there. He he, he can still produce. <laughs> it's not, the ice cube tray is not empty. Yeah, that's right. Right. You know, it's funny too, is when I lived at my in-laws house for a little while, every time I went to the ice cube tray, it was empty. And then I'd be the one that had to fill it. No, Matt, Matty, Matty ice keeps at least one or two cubes in there just to keep your hopes up. Isn't that the truth? And, and honestly, I mean, I like your Dallas play too there, Max. We're leaning on them a bit because we know even if they're getting blown out, they're still going to try and put up points for no reason. So, yeah. <laughs> Well, that's Mike McCarthy just showing to his boss. See, see, boss, we're good. We're good, boss. <laughs> you like this? You like this offense, boss? Yeah. Boy. Uh, let's, go, let's go with sits next, Play, players that I want to avoid. And, and it's going to sound, I'd say, crazy to say this name. But at 8,300, Kyler Murray is a guy that I'd probably want to avoid this week. Carolina, uh, not a very good team overall, but their pass defense is pretty legit. Murray's still dealing with some injuries here. He's the third highest quarterback this week at FanDuel. I'd avoid it. I think you can find value elsewhere and just a little bit too risk. If, you know, because if, if, he, if he doesn't look 100%, they're not going to play him the whole game. There's too much at stake here. They've got a nice lead in, in the NFC West. They're not going to push their star player if he's not there. So I would probably avoid Kyler Murray there. At running back, this sucks to say this, but Damian Harris of New England, at 6,300 at FanDuel, he's, he's on a downward trend the past couple of weeks. He's dealing with a concussion from the last game. Uh, Browns rank third in opponents' rushing yards allowed per game at 84.8 yards. It's just it's a tough matchup. There's uncertainty, and Bill he just he fucking does weird things with running backs. So even 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 at 100, percent who knows? Harris might get pulled for some rando out there. And at wide receiver, I don't like Jarvis Landry this week for Cleveland. Uh, he's banged up, facing a tough New England pass defense. I know Baker's coming off of that good week, but he's not been great all season. He hasn't consistently been able to throw touchdowns in a game. 
and New England can be run on. So I, I imagine that the Browns' game plan is going to be just that. They just gave contract extensions to two of their offensive linemen. They're going to be happy. They're going to want to protect their running backs. So I think having Landry as a start is a little bit of a risk there. Those are my three sits for the week. Yeah, a couple of your sits, I think um, you know, we'll find out closer to, to Sunday, but I think they almost become obvious because with uh, Connor Murray's ankle, it, they're leaning really towards the doubtful side that he will suit up. Not only him, DeAndre Hopkins, A.J. Green is on COVID, and uh, this whole Cardinal team, I'm pretty much fading everybody except one player that I like, and I'll talk about him on my value side. So I'm fading the Cardinals and uh, Josh Allen. We talked about him early on, not playing well, even going against a Jets secondary that's kind of, you know, you can hit them. The defense for the Jets pass rush can get to Josh Allen, and just the way he's playing, I really am not spending the money you have to for a Buffalo team that's just not racking up the points that we expected. So those are my sits for the week. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking yeah. at the I'm looking at the top four quarterbacks at DraftKings. It's Murray, Allen, Brady, Herbert, and I think you can only you can only realistically even think about starting one of those guys, and that's Tom Brady. I think you sit right. every single quarterback. Yeah, and the Tom Brady factor, I mean, other than the fact that he's Tom Brady and he's having a career gear <laughs> and he's got a lot of weapons around him, is the fact that he's playing against Washington. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I agree. I, 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 if you're going to spend money on a quarterback, Brady is the one guy this week that you spend money on it. But as I was mentioning, you can find value. And my value quarterback, as I alluded to, is Matt Ryan. I like him. Uh, a hell of a week against a New Orleans defense that's pretty fucking good. And now he's playing a Dallas defense that we know can be thrown on. Just ask Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> Just ask Bridgewater what he did last week. I think he's going to get uh, a, a lot of action. And then... You know, which which reminds me of tight end, right? Because I mean, you'd have to say that uh, uh, Pitts, right, uh, the the tight end for the Falcons, would be the top tight end this week. Yeah, yeah, right. I just couldn't afford it. So at tight end at value, I'm going to go with Dan Arnold of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, it's you know, it's a bit of a flyer, but if you've looked at his numbers the past two weeks, he's getting some looks. He's getting yards. Colts defense gives up a lot of touchdowns in the air. So if if the Jags can get anywhere near the red zone, I think Dan Arnold is the target to get the touchdown there against the Colts defense. So a little bit of flyer, but if not, I'm I'm still going to get some points for fifty one hundred dollars. It's it's a nice value play at tight end there. I think uh, running back. Here's an interesting one. It's a little bit of a risk, but sometimes you need to take these risks. Is Alexander Madison of the Minnesota Vikings? He's sixty one hundred dollars a FanDuel. The moment that news broke about Calvin Cook, uh, Dalvin Cook, no one reacted until that text message between his girlfriend and him got released with screenshots. And I seized on Madison on waivers immediately, <laughs> picked him up in my PVR league, and I think it could be a value this week. It does seem like Cook will play, uh, but you never know with the NFL with their policies, and you never know what Minnesota is going to do in the game. So. Either way, the Chargers defense gives up a league-worst 161 yards on the ground per game. I still Mm. think even with Cook running, Madison's going to get some play. So uh, he's my flex this week. I like Madison there. Uh, Wide receiver, hey, Jerry Judy of the Denver Broncos, 6,200 at FanDuel. That Dallas defense last week, uh, you know, he produced. And while Philly on paper has a tougher defense, last week uh, did not show up. 356 yards in the air. We know the chart. Uh, listen, we know Herbert's better than Bridgewater, but I still like Teddy at quarterback. He's the type of guy that I think he's going to be uh, the Fitz Magic, 
right? You 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 see a lot of Fitch magic in, in Bridgewater where he's probably going to bounce around from team to team and put up some quality fucking numbers over his career. If he's healthy, I think this Broncos team and that offense with all those weapons looks good. And I think Judy has become his number one target at wide receiver, supplanting um, uh, who is it? Uh, uh, Courtin uh, Sutland, right? Um, so I, I think Judy is probably the play there. And then defense, I you know, this is the team that I originally had slotted at my defense is the Tampa Bay defense at 4400 at FanDuel. It's it's $500 cheaper than the Pittsburgh defense and going against Washington. So I think it's a really good option for some value there. Those are my value plays for the week. Yeah, I'm I'm starting at uh, quarterback. I'm going with Kirk Cousins. I spent a lot of money with Taylor and Brown Adams. I had to find some value. I like Kirk Cousins. I like the Vikings uh, matchup here with the Chargers. And the Vikings have shown they can put up points. It's really been their defense that's struggled. So I think Cousins uh, is a good play this week. Uh, other quarterbacks I gave consideration, Carson Wentz going against Jacksonville and Mac Jones going against Cleveland. And you're probably thinking, are you nuts? Are you nuts? But here's the yeah, right. But, but Max touched on it. Damian Harris most likely is not going to, to play this week because of concussion. And Raymond Stevenson also suffered a concussion. He's already ruled out. Uh, so I think Mac Jones is going to have to throw the ball quite a bit against Cleveland. And that brings me back to my value plays at running back. Brian Bolden, uh, the running back, he's the pass catching running back for the Patriots. I got a ton of value on him, and I needed to find value since I spent all my money on Taylor. I think he gets quite a few touches this week. I like him. At wide receiver, I'm looking at Christian Kirk. I touched on uh, the, the, all the broken Cardinal pieces. Christian Kirk and James Conner are about the only two guys that are actually healthy. Kirk should slot into the uh, wide receiver one spot for the cards. Uh, so I like both those guys. And uh, a couple other – or one other running back, James Conner uh, with uh, the Cardinals. He's going to touch the ball quite a bit here as well. So those are my value plays for this week. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Max, you were speaking my language. I was looking at that Bridgewater, uh, Jerry Judy stack to kind of uh, maybe build a value card here. If I do that, I can afford Zeke without any problem and then just start putting people together. I, I think that's great. I think that would be really good if you're, if you're looking at a stack. I I like Teddy Bridgewater. I you know, remember when he was on the Jets and he was lighting things up and then he went to uh, the um, uh, the Saints. When, when Breeze missed time, Bridgewater looked amazing. You put weapons around Teddy Bridgewater, and I, he's not an elite quarterback, but he's a very good quarterback. And I think Denver has been building these weapons. They just haven't had a quarterback that they've liked in there. <laughs> So I think he's in, he's a nice fit until they move on next year. And I don't know, Sam Darnold or some bullshit. Like that. Right. Nobody, nobody wants Sam Darnold after what he's doing now. The it's, Jets will take him back. Listen, the Jets will take him back. You know? God. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What else do you have? Is that it? That's it for me. Panther, any more fantasy thoughts? That's it for me. All right. Well, should we take a breather? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Should. Yeah. Hey, let's talk about my bookie with over $500,000 in contest <laughs> prize money up for grabs. The NFL is back in action and so is winning season at my bookie. Head to mybookie.ag to choose from a variety of boosts and free bets and get in on the fan favorite $100,000 super contest, which only costs $10 to enter. You pick five games against the spread each week. Each win earns you a point and each point gets you closer to the grand prize. In order to get started, make your first deposit at mybookie.ag. Use the promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN to instantly receive double 
your deposit. That's right. Double your money to double your winnings with your first ever deposit using the promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, we're looking at Thursday night football. Clash of the Titans. Uh, once again, Titans are not playing, Oh, Arch. yeah, yeah. Titans are not playing. It is... I don't know if you see this. It's the Baltimore Ravens heading to Miami. Hopefully, they're not partying too much. It's usually usually how Miami wins football games is, it, to, is to get people drunk the night before, right? It, it can't be too cold, right, in Baltimore. It's chilly, but not like... No, it's, it has actually been a mild week here in the yeah, East Coast. So they're okay. They're okay. Yeah, I think they're fine. Uh, Dolphins got their second win of the season. Congrats. Congrats, Miami. Good job. You beat, you beat up Houston. Everyone beats up Houston, right? I mean, even the Detroit Pistons beat Houston last night. So, I mean, everyone beats Houston. Uh, Tua still banged up, listed as questionable for tonight's game. Ravens coming off of that come-from-behind win over the Vikings in overtime last week. And this is an odd fucking team, right? We talked about it in, in, in the rankings yesterday. Baltimore, they're 6-2. and two. They win games. I don't know how. There's just something off about them. I think part of it is their defense. Nowhere near as good as it's been in the past few years. Their defense is down this season. And while they lead the league in time of possession, they they don't score as much as they should. Uh, you look at the last couple of years, they were a dynamic offense. Now they're just yeah, – there's times that their offense just stalls out. So I don't know if defenses have kind of caught up with what Lamar Jackson's doing. It could be their running back situation. They, they, their cavalcade of running backs that have been injured throughout the season for them. Either way, it's just – there's something a bit odd about this team, but nonetheless, I have them winning by double digits tonight. I think they handle business today. I know that they they haven't really been great ATS. They've had some gaffes lately and then throughout the season. They, they, they're just not a team that you can trust to cover, but I think they cover tonight. So a $50 bet on the Ravens. You know, the interesting thing about the Ravens here is they have spent over the last month at home they haven't left Baltimore since October 3rd, and now they just have to travel down to Miami, Florida for a Thursday night game. Uh, the Dolphins, they do play better at home. The results aren't any different. They still lose, but they do play better at home. I'm not giving them anything for a win over Houston. Everybody beats Houston, and they only managed 17 points against a pretty poor Texans defense. This is a uh, Dolphins defense that's given up 26, 30, 23, and 45 five in the four games prior to that you know as much as we liked the dolphins over the last couple years this is a team that just seems to be going south really really fast i think they're completely mismatched i agree with max i've got it at double digits as well Uh, so i will put fifty dollars on the baltimore Ravens. not gonna do it deleting it deleting my bet (sighs) i'll lean baltimore (laughs) <laughs> you can delete it all you want, but the, now the audience knows to bet the house on the Dolphins. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna moneyline the Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> 
in reality, not 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 in not not on the show, but in reality, I probably will money line the Dolphins now. No, I, I mean in the same boat. It's the squarest of sucker plays, you know. Uh, uh, you know, taking a short week road favorite with a hook, uh, but it, it does look like absolutely that's the play. It, it, no matter which way I slice the numbers, it looks like the Ravens win by way more than seven and a half. So I will lean Baltimore, but in reality, you'll bet, bet Miami. Well, money line. yeah, well, now I will. Maybe I'll put it in Excel that I bet this game and then I'll money line. <laughs> NBA, NBA. We got three games today, right? We're touching the mall, Panther. Are you betting all three? Uh, I am only betting two. Okay. Uh, are you betting Miami at Los Angeles? I am. Okay. Well, then I guess th- there might be an odd man out because that's the only game I'm betting on today is, is Miami at the Clippers. Uh, they've won five games in a row. The Clippers have, and granted, the competition hasn't been stellar, but they've been handling those lesser teams. And their last two wins, they beat Charlotte, they beat Portland, uh, not exactly by double digits. I think the Portland game was by nine or something like that, but they handled them and they had six players scoring double digits. So while I do stand by my previous comments that Paul George is playing at an MVP level, I think I need to retract the fact that he doesn't have any help. Panthers mentioned it before, Batum. Jackson, Bledsoe, Kennard, they're all chipping in some great contributions to make this team a very well-balanced offense. But it's the defense that is really impressive. They've been a good defensive team when Kawhi's on the court. So it was, it was wondering, it's like, well, what, what are they going to look like without Kawhi? Well, they're the third-ranked in defensive efficiency. They're fifth mm. in opponents' effective field goal percentage in the league. This defense is playing great. They're able to win games. Miami, we know they're one of the better offensive teams in the league. But the offense typically centers around one Jimmy Butler, who, I don't know if you guys saw last night, left the game hobbled with an ankle injury. So my theory is he probably won't play in a back-to-back, especially with an ankle injury. And uh, I'm looking at this, and I'm I'm seeing Clippers' money line makes a lot of sense. I think they win this one. So $10 money line bet on Los Angeles. Yeah, it looks like Butler should be out, and it looks like both Morris boys, Markeith Morris for Miami and Marcus Morris for the Clippers, uh, look like they might miss this game as well. Because the Jokic brothers beat the shit out of them, right? Well, not yet, but (laughs) it's like the mafia is coming into town. (laughs) I wouldn't want to fuck with them. Honestly, I would not. Like, Listen, you're you're telling me that Eastern European fucking muscle are coming over. (laughs) (laughs) That's a shit of a a blacklist episode or something right there. Uh, But yeah, the the Clippers have won five in a row with some elite defensive play. Paul George is getting tons of help. Uh, Nicholas Batum, I picked him up on my fantasy league Miami has actually lost three of their last four two in a row on the road here I don't like them here as well so uh yeah ten dollar bet on the Clippers for me against the spread yeah okay, I'm giving up a three or two and a half two and a half yeah two and a half right I think yeah there's still two and a half over here in, in Jersey so yeah I'm leaning the Clippers in this one it's so close I wouldn't be surprised if they just, you know, come in and blow the doors off, but uh, I, I just don't have it. So I'm leaning the Clippers. All right. What other game you on, Panther? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm on it. I wrote it down, so I have to go with it. But good God, I'm looking at the injury report here, and I'm scared to death. Looking at the Raptors at the 76ers. Sixers have lost 
two in a row against, you know, two teams have got elite bigs and Julius Randle and Giannis Antetokounmpo. And now they come in with Toronto coming in town, but they don't really have a substantial big to, to worry about. So Andre Drummond should be able to go off. But I'm looking at the 76ers here and beat out, Thibault out, mm. Tobias Harris out, Seth Curry listed as questionable. I'm really scared here, but the line is actually getting worse for Philadelphia. Um, I had it at two. If I can still get two, I want the two. If I have to take three, I will. But ten dollars on the 76ers. We we'll get you the two. Don't worry about yeah, that. Gotcha. I yeah, same thing. Listen, man, the Toronto's play has just been off lately. I think they they leveled off a bit. Last night's uh, game against the Celtics really showed uh, how they they're just. They were playing above their heads, I think, for a while. And then this is the team that we're going to see uh, from here on out, maybe. Uh, they, they got their first road loss yesterday. I think they probably get their second road loss today. I know that Philly is a banged-up team. You mentioned all the injuries. And even with that uncertainty, I still have Philly winning this game. It just really fucking close. If if you told me that Embiid was out, but I had clarity on Curry, Thibault, and Harris to suit up, I would bet Philly. I don't have clarity on those three guys, so I can't do it. I will lean the 76ers. Yeah, I like Philadelphia. I'm going to take the alt spread here. Uh, I have them winning. I think I balanced it correctly, but we'll see. I have Philadelphia winning by about five and a half to six. So I am going to bet Philadelphia with the alt spread, minus five plus 138. Two to five. They can do that. They can two to five. It's just a a three-pointer. That's all we need. (laughs) That's a buzzer. Danny Green, you need Danny Green to step up. That's right. Anybody on the Pacers, Jazz? I, you know, I tell you this, man. I you know the Jazz should win this one home game. They should win it, but the nine and a half honestly mm. seems a little too much. And if you're looking at uh, the the money line uh, implied probability, way way different from what the, it should be. So I, I honestly probably say that there's some value with the Pacers getting those points here. I'm off this one though. And here's what I'm looking at. The Pacers, there was that huge line shift. I saw Gerardo pop in and fucking, you know, Indiana. They've got Miles Turner. They've got Sabonis. Denver played without the Joker last night, and Indiana still couldn't get the win. So now you have to go in against Rudy Gobert, who's probably one of the most dominant centers in the paint. I, I just don't see how guys like Turner and Sabonis can't have more success against some of these other bigs. It's almost, I, I hate calling somebody weak, but these two big guys seem to be weak in the paint. Turner's never been known as a rebounding guy. He's a shot blocking guy. But, uh, the, you know, I think the Jazz are the play from a money line, but the nine and a half seems a little rich. I think I would be, if I was going to bet this, I'd probably money line the Jazz. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're, you're not, and you're not going to do that because A, it's, it's minus like 475. Yeah, it's, it's outrageous. It's something, something ridiculous that you're 490, yeah. which again, based off of the implied probability of the spread and based on the implied probability of them winning the game, it's, it's way too inflated. Like yeah. uh, the, the value is, is, is Indiana, but I can't trust them. Before sure. I looked at the spread, I was lining this game up going, oh, yeah, I'm going to alt money. I'm going to alt uh, spread the jazz. No. And then I saw it was nine and a half. I was like, well, no, you can't. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah, I can't. No, no way. See, Panic I mean, got worse. It was nine. And now we're up to nine and a half. Yeah. I'm wondering if we're going to hit double digits. Got the jazz winning by five. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, I mean, uh, five or six points, nine and a half just seems absurd. If it hits 10, I'd probably jump on the Pacers. Probably. Yeah. All right, going with the ice. Yeah, I saw the comment though. Uh, you're welcome, Lawrence uh, Garcia. Uh, he, he followed us on the OKC play. Panther, did you uh, money line OKC with me yesterday, or you just you took the took the spread? You took the spread. Uh, right? I, I took the spread. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, I made, I made a nice little 
money on that. There you go. Anyway, uh, hockey. I got three plays. I know Panthers got the same one that I'm on, so we'll save that for last. Uh, New York at New Jersey. Uh, the Islanders, that is, at the Devils. Uh, Devils won two in a row. Uh, they handled the Mighty Panthers a few days ago. They've managed to play much better at the Rock, uh, hosting a homeless Islanders team. That hasn't completely shit the bed on their season-starting road trip, but they, they haven't exactly been lighting things up either. Uh, they haven't played in four days, so I know that they'll be well-rested, but their last game was a loss to the Wild, where that, that elite Islanders defense just isn't there yet right now. So they'll be rested, but I think the value is betting the Devils at home with the plus line. So a $10 bet on my New Jersey Devils. Yeah, you really got to tip your hat to these Islanders. They've played 10 games. They've won five, two overtime losses, and they haven't played any home games yet. So this is a team that we even said if they could just stay above 500 before they finally get to get home. Uh, the, the rest of the schedule is going to play in their favor. This game here, I just think there's a little too much chalk attached to the Islanders. I think they probably win, but from a value play, I think the Devils are the play. I'll lean New Jersey with you. Yeah, I don't think that's a bad play at all. Uh, it's a pretty close matchup. What are they getting, plus 120? Yeah, I don't hate that at all. Yeah, I think uh, plus 120 is a, is a nice value. If, if, if you take the you know anything lower than that, then... Mm probably lose out on that uh florida panthers at the pittsburgh penguins uh yeah i know we were talking about this one in the pre-show how the line seemed a little bit off uh minus 132 you can get as low as minus 120 right at, at some yeah. books uh panthers started up the season looking absolutely unbeatable until well they got beat <laughs> and it's been two games in a row the aforementioned devils game well i think that was like seven to three the devils beat them uh but uh, listen, I mean, their their offense is legit. They, you know, uh, Barkov and and Herbido look really great out there. They rank third in expected goals for. They rank first in goals for. So, uh, you know, anticipate the the goals to slow down at any point, right? There's nothing that's indicating that that their offense is going to stop unless there's injuries involved there. Uh, speaking of injuries, you look at the Pittsburgh Penguins. They they don't have Crosby. They don't have Malkin. Uh, they've managed to hold their own. Uh, but I think against the the more elite teams, it's it's going to be trouble for them. Uh, you know, J- Tristan Jerry's playing probably a little bit above his head right now, and uh, Panthers, I believe, have Bravoski back in goal tonight, which I think is just going to limit whatever Penguins offense that you've been seeing all season. So, uh, yeah, it's it's a weird one. I, I I get it. Maybe it's a trap, but a ten dollar bet on Florida. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at Florida here. They they've lost. I mean, they got the two straight-up losses, one overtime loss. All three are on the road. They're on the road against the Penguins here, um, who've not been unbeatable at home like they have the, the previous couple years. But the, the thing for me, this it was just too obvious. Like Florida, I'm looking at minus 125 here. That just seems way too obvious. So I'll lean the Penguins. This, this game stinks. Yeah, this one really does stink. I don't like this one at all. I'd be leaning the Penguins, honestly, Max. All right. Hey, well, last one up. I think we'll probably have some agreement on this one. Calgary Flames at the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, thesis statement of this game is simple. Montreal cannot score. They are 34, uh, 31st in goals scored per game. They are only better than the fucking Coyotes. So looking at their advanced metrics, I do believe this should balance out at some point. Their expected goals ranks 14th in the league, meaning... They're getting quality shots on goal that aren't going in. So eventually those quality shots should go in. They should score more goals. I'm just hoping it's not tonight. <laughs> Flames, uh, you look at their hot start. It's 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 legit, man. Listen, they rank sixth in expected goals for. They're sixth in goals per game. Um, Jacob Marstrom has been very solid in goal for them. 
And I know Calgary hasn't had the best of weeks, but I think their play will will even out today and, and they'll get a win. So $10 bet on the Flames. Uh, you know, the, the, the other combination factor for the Canadians is that they're struggling to score is that they're giving up uh, quite a few goals per game, averaging almost three and a half per game that they're giving up. So Calgary uh, has played pretty well on the road, five and one away from the friendly confines. Montreal's two and five and one at home. Can't score, can't stop teams from scoring. I think minus 140 is a value play. So I'm on the flames here as well. Yeah, it does look like the Flames should win and dominate. There's going to be a lot of people screaming tabernacle, man. <laughs> that's it for me. Uh, Panther, you, that was your only game, right? No, I added one. I oh, added that's one right, you did. That's right. I yeah. added one. It's pre-show, so it still it still counts. But we were, we were looking at Anaheim at Seattle, and um, it's actually slightly smooth five five cents. So uh, Seattle, just minus 170 at home. Like, They've lost four out of five. They're giving up 3.4 goals against. I just, I, I we talked about the pre-show. I don't know about the Seattle team. I, I think we're all still trying to feel them out, but minus 170, I know I'm not laying that kind of chalk. So for me, for an Anaheim team that's won five games in a row and is playing pretty good hockey right now, there's a ton of value at grabbing Anaheim at plus 160. I'll put 10 bucks on the Ducks. I have no idea what's going on in this one. My assumption was that Vegas is baiting you, trying to is, is, going into the season. A lot of people, including myself, thought Seattle was going to be a much better team. Anticipating, waiting for that to come together, it quite hasn't just yet. So you see this big line, you're like, "Ah, oh, Vegas is baiting you to bet Seattle." Well, guess where all of the money's coming in on? Not Seattle. And that line is getting better for the Ducks. I mean, I probably the value plays on the Ducks. I, I would just avoid this one. I, I'm sorry, Panther. I, I think I talked you into this one in the pre-show, and now I'm, uh, I feel bad. Now, Seattle, hey, go ahead. I just get to blame. If, if it loses, I just get to blame Max tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Seattle's one of those odd teams. Like, yeah, you, the, the way Vegas sets the lines, the way people bet it, it usually seems like people, you know, the, the Seattle should be much better than they are. The, the Josh Allen of the NHL. But, uh, man, I don't know. I don't see Anaheim winning this game. Uh, 165 or what is it? 159 is a little too high to lay. Maybe maybe lay off this game entirely. Those are all the hockey plays I have. All right. So we talked about everything under the sun. Uh, football, basketball, hockey. Max, that's it. That is it. Download the DGENS app for Android or iOS and let us know what you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks over on Twitter. At Betting Absolute, no matter where you listen at, please, highest rating, comment, subscribe, download and listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home. I'll take you home. Uh, just a TV note, there is a college football game being played with a, a Vegas total of 73. So once Baltimore is done mopping up the floor with Miami, you can switch over and watch some college football. It's probably going to have some a little bit more competitive North Carolina and Pittsburgh. Here's your Panther parlay. I do like those Baltimore Ravens, the Clippers, and the Calgary Flames. Let's slap those three together. Oh, let, me add, be your Panther parlay. let me add something oh. for you there for you, buddy. Uh, take Max's New Jersey Institute of Technology Highlanders. Money line over the Merrimack Warriors in college basketball. I didn't even know those two schools are listed on the <laughs> NJIT, baby. <laughs> there it is. It's an upset watch. There oh, there, there you go. Make a note of that. Max's alma mater. Uh, we're hanging out on Facebook. We're hanging out on Twitter. Shoot the shit with us. We'll shoot right back. And most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday. What you're going to do today when it's all said and done, kids. It's all make some money, fools. 
information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages relating to its contents. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.